Spencer Cobrens, The Bald Truth. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Marie, and I'm calling from Washington. Marie, wow, you were you were like hello, the, Marie. You were like the eleventh female caller in the last twenty really? years. Really, welcome. You're like yay, yay. caller, and I'm actually one of those people that's been trying to call and never get through. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I got through. I'm so, so happy. Exciting. So where, are we, where are you calling from? <laughs> well, I'm calling from Washington. Hey, Washington okay, State. Washington State. So what can I do for you, man? I said, man, well, you see that? You um, see, you're a woman, and right away I'm like, what can I do for you, man? I'm so used to talking ears to guys. Per- your ears perk up. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I, pers- well, I personally um, would I never just- do that to you, but... <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you for your show, because you've given me a lot of information, and um, there's a lot awesome. of misinformation on the Internet, so I just want to say thank you so much. Oh, but, um, you're, welcome. you're welcome. I am a mother of a son. He's 17, and he started losing his hair at 13 years old. He okay. was about in the sixth grade. That's okay. heavy, yeah. It's heavy. Which yeah. is really young. So it's it was core. pretty terrifying. It's young. It is young, but there is a, you know, about 20% of hair loss sufferers, men, start to deal with it before the age of 21. And a much smaller percentage deal with it directly after puberty. But it does happen. Yeah. Well, it, it definitely hit him right when he hit puberty. And so um, automatically, because it runs in our family, our genes, right. his dad doesn't have any hair and mm-hmm. both of his grandfathers don't have any hair. So automatically, my husband was like, oh, my God, he's losing his hair. Like, already, he's yeah. only in the sixth grade. Yeah. You know, and for me, I was like, no, no, that can't be. Like, he's way too young. Like, no. And so, yeah. I, of course, I took him to his pediatrician, and, and they kind of gave me the runaround, didn't really, didn't really know. They were kind of like, oh, I think it's just maybe just hormonal right now, or is he washing his hair a lot, and what kind of shampoo is he using, or is he, is he, is he really stressed out, or is he scratching his scalp a lot? And, and none of those answers were yes. It was just like, no, he's not a stressed out kid. He's a really happy child, and... Um, to me, I was just like dumbfounded why he would be losing his hair so young. Now, I have a question and for so, you. Of so, course, they so, did all this blood work that yeah, was really expensive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> was that where you were going to ask? Of course. Me? Yeah. I was going to ask you that. I was yeah. also going to ask you, you know, about you know his his growth. Was he um, mature for his age? Did he go through puberty younger than he you did, think? He yeah. did um, start maturing younger as far as puberty not necessarily like a he's not a very big kid he's a pretty petite kid but you know we definitely noticed all the signs of puberty you know like the acne and hair on his chest and stuff. um mm-hmm. um no just started noticing hair under his arms okay. like earlier than some of his friends right and, yeah sure. okay but okay. um yeah yeah it was amazing he can grow hair everywhere else except the top of his head like right now but yeah um <laughs> which is interesting but um yeah, so he got all the blood work done, and everything came back pretty normal. They tested his thyroid and his, you know, vitamin levels, and they were like, no, everything's fine, you know. Just kind of wait it out and see if it gets better, you know. So, you know, six months goes by, and they want me to come back, and it's and it's not really getting better, but not necessarily getting worse at that time, but we just oh, notice it. We started noticing his hair going through these like really weird phases. Now, I have a question for you. How was he reacting sure. to it? Um, well, I, 
I don't think he noticed as much as like we noticed, and I had a really hard time on how to handle it with him because I didn't want to create a more of an insecurity. That's what I was going to ask. Exactly. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure he could. I'm not sure he could see the top of his head like we could all the time. Sure. And so I didn't want to. Yeah. I, I it was it was really hard as his mom. How, how do I deal with? So it? how how did because, you how did you approach? Yeah. Well. I told I was honest and I said just we noticed that some that his hair was thinning a little bit and that we were going to take him to the doctor just to get some blood work done and get some things checked out just to make sure there wasn't something more going on. And I didn't I definitely didn't say like you're going bald or okay. I didn't want to scare him. Right. And, and, sure. and so what was his reaction when you told him? He he was he was fine about it. He was like, "Oh, okay." Okay. And then um and then, so the second time we took him to the doctor, they started telling me to use minoxidil on his head. And he was only, you know, probably he was about fourteen at right. this time. And so mm-hmm. this like really depressed me because I was like, "Are you kidding me? I have to use like Rogaine on my fourteen-year-old's head?" And and that right. stuff is just like terrible. It makes your hair look worse because it leaves it wet. And he's at this time he's still learning how to style his hair and you know he gets up in the morning and it's messy and he wants to run out the door to go to school and you know and I'm having to help him with it and so that was not like the easiest situation but now you you were told but right, I felt it, like you were I told guess this to is use what it, I need to try you were told to use it twice a day I'm assuming yes Okay. Yeah, and that, that's that's that that's one key mistake that a lot of these you know physicians mm-hmm. even early on mm-hmm. make. I mean, the suggestion should always be to start start at night. At at the very least, you're going to have less of a, a concern with the morning styling and the greasiness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, so, and we kind of ended up going that route with only using it at night because that was just the easiest time. It was it got to be too difficult in the morning because it would take so long to dry. What yeah. kind of hair loss was he actually experiencing? Like, like, was it? Does it look like it's a recession? Does it look like it's a thinning through the top? Does it look like it's just in we the back or all over? The very, we started noticing the very top of it thinning. Okay. The very top, and it would go through like these kind of weird phases where sometimes I would feel like it looked worse certain times of year. And he's also an athlete. He plays football, he plays basketball, okay. he plays baseball. And I would always notice it getting much worse during basketball season, which is, you know, you do a lot of conditioning and um, it's a little bit more of a stressful season because it's such a long season and you're doing a lot of running. So I don't know right. if that contributed to it getting worse. Um, I'm not sure. It was always a thought in my mind because I would always take him back to the doctor during that season. Like, it's getting, it looks worse. Is he on any, let me ask you, is is he on any, like, ADHD medications or anything like that? No. Okay. No. No. The only thing that I found out recently within about the last six months was that, and it's amazing to me that they didn't test for this before because they they tested his... um, iron levels and they were totally normal but they never tested his ferritin levels his storage right and they were really low like like he was at an 11 and he should be at like a 70 so and i i did eventually have a specialist tell me that that could have contributed to his hair loss as well sure but then after doing a Mm -hmm. recent biopsy they've um diagnosed him with um you know male pattern baldness androgenetic alopecia so he's i don't know if he's been hit with this double whammy of like the low iron levels and the androgenetic alopecia 
Well, then that, and, that, that, and again, that is possible. If he's dealing, dealing with these low yeah, levels yeah. while he's susceptible or genetically predisposed to androgenetic alopecia, yeah. it could actually yeah. flip that switch earlier than, say, if he would have yep. been 18 or 20 when it started. And I think that yep. that's, I think that's a part of, like, what happened. And, y- you know, I'm, I'm, you know, as his mom, I'm a little disappointed in doctors that they, they weren't kind of thinking outside the box a little bit and, they they never yeah. tested those ferritin levels throughout uh, the year. I'm it always almost I'm, until the last six months. I can barely go to a doctor. <laughs> I am so disappointed in doctor. I had a recent doctor visit that disappointed me. And I'm just like, yeah. I have to think for myself. And this is really important for every patient, every consumer, every mother mm-hmm. of a patient. Mm-hmm. You cannot trust these guys 100 mm-hmm. percent because mm-hmm. it, that's why it's called the practice of medicine. You know, as Joey right. says, you know, they're practicing on you. And, and, and they only yeah. work within the parameters that they're used to working within. Right. Well, and it wasn't honestly yeah. until I came across that, doing just a lot of research, that that could have been a possibility yeah. for his hair loss, too. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, well, let's test for that. And I was like, yeah, no no kidding. Yeah, like like, like you could have done this a year ago. Years ago. Yeah. Well, and because he, he is an athlete and we started noticing that his energy levels were low, he would have times where he'd throw up on the basketball court. And, and so in my mind, I was like, is there something else going on besides just male pattern baldness? Is there something like that I'm missing? Because I felt like that that was a possibility and that I owed it to him to kind of explore all those options of course. before taking you're, more listen, drafts. Right. First of all, you're, you're a great mom. Thank you. Yeah, he's very lucky yeah. to have you. All right, so so what's the story well, now? Where, where's he at at this point? Well, he's going to be turning 18 soon, and we recently um, went and saw a. I finally got referred. It takes it takes a lot to get referred to a specialist. I mean, they give you the runaround a lot of like, go to your pediatrician. Oh, and go to a regular dermatologist in your town. Oh, well, no, maybe we want to send you maybe over to rheumatology because of his blood work. And then, oh, no, then we want to send you. Now we'll send you to a specialist. So finally got yep. to a hair loss specialist, and um, and she has prescribed him to be on finasteride and oral minoxidil in the ketoconazole shampoo, which he, so he just started. He's only been on it about a month. Okay. Now, so, now, just to, just to let you know, I mean, I have known guys over the years, young young guys who started the process early, who were prescribed yeah. finasteride, and you know, mm-hmm. either their parents are worried about it or they were worried about it. Mm-hmm. They have all done really well. I know one guy in particular yeah. who's now probably forty, and he had contacted me over the years. He initially found me when he read the Bald Truth back in nineteen ninety eight. He was seventeen. Mm-hmm. He was a kid from Denver. He was put on the drug. Uh, he ended up saving most of his hair for a very long time, having a family, and mm-hmm. all the things that people yeah. are concerned about. Yeah. So I think well, that... Of course. The, yeah, I I've, think that... I've known, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's, so I've known about finasteride for a long time, but of course it has terrified me. Like, putting it... He's not even a senior in high school, and I've been scared of it, but because there's a lot of misinformation on the Internet. So you guys yeah. have definitely helped ease my mind about that. Um, Mm -hmm. so I thank you for that. But, um, of course I still have a lot of worries about him like being on it, but it just got to the point where I didn't want him to be too far gone. I mean, his hair loss has gotten so bad that I was worried if I put it off anymore for him, then it's going to be even harder for him to overcome. 
What did he want? He wanted to get on it. He was told he was fine with okay. getting on it. Um, and that, you know, and, and that's, that's doctor the doctor had a conversation with him about looking out for some side effects and stuff. But I mean, he doesn't he doesn't want to lose his hair. Right, and I <laughs> he doesn't. I, I understand. Well, of course I mean, not. And he probably, no. you know, here's the thing, you know, the fact that he matured early means that he's most likely, at least, you know, where it counts and, you know, when taking this drug, he's fully, you know, mm-hmm. deve- developed. And, mm-hmm. you know, he may still mm-hmm. have a couple of inches to grow, um, you know, and get a little bigger as he, you know, as he gets older. But yeah. the reality yeah. is, at least according to the experts, you know, he probably has a little bit more free-flowing testosterone now because he's yeah. suppressing DHT. So he may end up, you know, as an athlete, uh, possibly benefiting from the drug as well. Yeah. And yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, how that would affect him in sports. Look, yeah. all, all I can say is we're both not physicians, but I am, you know, a man of a certain age right now. And I've been on the drug for, I'm going to be 56 years old. I've been on the drug since I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, even though I've gone up and down just naturally, you know, in weight and, you know, from drinking or whatever it is, I'm, I've maintained a lot of muscle mass, probably a lot more than I would say most men my age. And I don't take anything else except for finasteride. So I don't know if that's why. But all I know mm-hmm. is that it hasn't affected me adversely in that respect. Okay. That's good to know. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. You know, I... I Listen, yeah. I think the fact that you're seeing a physician and he's seeing a physician, mm-hmm. that it was prescribed mm-hmm. by a specialist, that, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that he wanted for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has no, support he, from his family. I think and, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Right now it's kind of tough because he is kind of going through this shedding phase after starting his medication. Where yeah. I mean, I have read that sometimes it has to get worse before it gets better. So we're trying to get through that. Yeah. Um, time with him so i mean thank god for some of the concealers yes where i feel like you know he can he can go out and kind of disguise it a little bit but um now let me ask you this um, does he he know about the program um like what do you like what what, like what are you referring to like what does he listen to the show does he know about the program or do you listen to it on download no i i haven't had him listen to the show no and I've always been a little cautious about because I, I I'm not I'm not sure he I I I'm, I try to be cautious with him because I don't want to scare him too much. I mean he knows he's on the medication he knows he is what he has to do. Right. But then also when you start searching the internet you start seeing a lot of scary things. So now do you I think do you think that he has do you, do, do you think that he hasn't taken the time? I mean, if he's got a phone or his own laptop to search the internet he himself, does. yeah, he does. I don't think he's spending a lot of time researching it now. Okay, well, good. But I, but I could be wrong. I mean, I don't okay. I don't think he is, and okay. I don't think he is like really. I don't think he's really consumed by it. He's a pretty happy kid. That's great. But um, and I maybe I'm taking it a little That's harder good. than than he is because I'm his mom and I can kind of foresee some things for him a little bit more, but, and I worry about, you know, of course I worry about like what other kids like say to him. I mean, high school is like brutal enough to be in at times. So, um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, here, here's the, here's the positives. He's an athlete. He's obviously yeah. a popular kid. Uh, yeah, he's a good, smart kid. Yeah. He's a, he's a smart kid. You know, there, there's, there was always that kid in high school and there's usually a couple of them that we didn't really understand what was going on with their hair, but we saw it was mm-hmm. a, little, a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
I remember mm-hmm. one kid who was just a regular kid, you know, uh, you know, not he wasn't really that social. He was an athlete. He was the kid that got the crap. And the one kid who was pl- who was a basketball player was revered, and he had worse hair loss than his other kid. So I think yeah. he has a, a social <laughs> yeah. a social advantage. Yeah, yeah. To, as a hair as a young hair loss sufferer, than most that that most yeah, guys 100%. don't have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he does, and he has he has a lot of friends, and he hasn't expressed to me that like people are bullying him or anything. Um, he's had like a few little moments, you know, where kids have been like, "Hey, you look just like your dad. You look yeah. your hair just like your, you know, stuff like that." But it hasn't. I I I mean, I could be I could be wrong, but because you know, te- teenage boys are kind of weird, anyways, at times. Yeah. But I mean, he could be internalizing it more than I'm aware of. Well, but we're pretty open about. I feel like we're pretty open about communicating it, or I, I do ask him, like, wow, is this making you feel? And Well, um, all I can say is that, you know, I, I'm sure you guys have a great relationship, and you're, you sound like a great mom, but as a someone who's a boy myself, who had a pretty good relationship mm-hmm. with his mother, I didn't tell her shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell her shit yeah. most of the time. And so. I, I'm, yeah, and I'm conscious of that, that yeah. he's not going to tell me everything, that it's hard to open up about, yeah. But if you see so that my he's... One, so one question. So yeah, my one question okay. would be is, of course, um, his um, specialist that he's seeing, you know, wants to um, do PRP on him. And um, I just, I'm, I'm curious what you guys really think about that because, I would wait. you know, it's really no. expensive. And we don't, we don't have all this no. disposable income. Of like, I mean, it's super expensive. So I'm like, is that going to help him? I mean, he's scheduled to go in June. No, so no, I no. did want to wait. No, no stop. Listen, PR, PRP works if it's if you're the right candidate and if it's the right physician providing the right PRP. The yeah. thing is, he just started medication and he's on the yep. best regimen known to man. Okay. Currently. Okay. So you yeah. want to give that at least a year to see how okay. he does. Because once you start okay. throwing the kitchen sink at this kid, you're not gonna know yeah. what's going on. And so, okay, so well, say exactly. you get these benefits and you're spending $2,000 on PRP yeah. four times a year when not you didn't have to. Yeah, right. Okay, well that's good advice just to wait it out and see. Yeah, because I mean, you, you, you definitely feel like you do have to throw the kitchen sink at it because you get, you get kind of paranoid that like, it's a bad idea. Is it going to get so much worse? Or okay. Well, what's the worst case yeah. scenario with okay. your particular kid? Do you think if he if he had to shave his head, do you think he'd be able to move on with his life and be confident? I mean, I, he, I do, and I yeah. I think the biggest factor with me was just trying Good. to get him through a few years. Yeah. And then he can make the decisions for yeah. himself. Okay. You know, when he hits adulthood, and you know he's not living at home anymore, and he can he can decide for himself: Do I want to be on this medication? Or do I care anymore? Yeah. But with him being so yeah. young Good. and not really being able to maybe make those adult situations and know necessarily what's best for him, I felt like I needed to kind of help him just get through, like, the early, early years. Well, listen, it sounds like he did a really great job. And just just to, to be clear, so currently he's using, what, one milligram of finasteride and... He- Oral minoxidil? Using, yeah, he's on one milligram of finasteride, and he is on 2.5 milligrams of minoxidil, oral minoxidil. Okay, and he, has he experienced anything? 2.5. Has he experienced 2.5. any side effects at all? No. Okay. Just, just the shedding. Now, do you notice any change in his um, kind of 
his, his facial appearance? Does he look like he may have a little bloating or any, anything? Um, no, not yet. And I have been watching for that because I knew that was a side effect too, but it, not that I'm aware of. It would happen quickly on minoxidil. Okay. So, okay, no, I haven't noticed that. Okay. Well, listen, just, you know, I'm pretty sure that in time, you know, it may take six weeks or, or longer, the shed mm-hmm. will start to, you'll see a cessation of the shedding. Okay. And if the yeah. medication is working it's for him, it will uh, essentially the miniaturization reverse because he is shedding uh, early in the process. It it's a it's considered a good sign by experts that okay. the medication is okay. working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, do okay. not throw do yeah. not throw PRP into the mix now. I mean, you got he's got plenty okay. of time for that. Okay. And maybe by the time he needs it, he'll be able to pay for it himself. Yeah, that would be nice, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, over the years, it's, it's been like, I mean, the DHT blocking shampoos, the minoxidil, the, I mean, there's been, the, oh, I bought him, a, I bought him a, a laser helmet, you know, that he, you know, uses. I mean, it's just been like all this, which, you, you went for of the course, laser I'll helmet. do anything to help my kid. Like, yeah. money doesn't, I mean... You know, I mean, it's it's okay. Like, I've been willing to spend the money to try to, like, of help course. him, like, with this. I feel like I owe that to him. But you don't really know if anything is going to work is, like, the thing. It's like, is this is this crap, like, really going to work? Now, and you're just spending now, money. And now, does he money. use the laser helmet, or is it just kind of, like, sitting on his desk? No, he's using it. Okay. He's using it. All right. Yeah. Well, well, listen, I think I think you've done everything you can for your kid. So Joe wanted to say something. I could see Joe trying well, to Well, I was going to ask, when when did he start using the laser cap? Um, it's been about eight months. Okay. And I bought him the and was there any sort of change? Yeah, the, um, the helmet. Yeah. The, uh, no, was there any change honestly, from that? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen any drastic change now. Yeah, and that, okay. that well, that, it, at, least, at least there was enough time to, to see what was going on with that because I because when you mm-hmm. mentioned that and then oral minoxidil and then finasteride, mm-hmm. uh, it. Yeah, I was I was afraid it was going to be like a, a kitchen sink situation, like like Spencer mentioned that you mm-hmm. wanted to avoid, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. So that's good. You've you've mm-hmm. at least got that mm-hmm. out of the way. You understand if it's doing thing or not. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean everything Spencer was saying, it. I agree a hundred percent with, and okay. I, I think that you know PRP. In fact, any other treatment, what's like anything, I don't care what it is, PRP, whatever. Leave all of them alone. Like like Spencer said, wait a full year before you even consider okay. anything else. Okay. Because okay. yeah, you, you just Good don't know advice. what's going to yeah. work, what's not, and and you don't you don't want it to okay. be a big question mark. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I mean, once you start doing that, there's like really no turning back. I mean, you. I mean, pretty much. If you think, yeah. if you don't really know what's working, then you feel like, oh, I have to keep going back for those PRP treatments, and then yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And if you don't even really know that is a good source of help for him then it's also an excess okay. burden on him yeah you know emotionally and then eventually yeah, financially if he doesn't need it so in fact you know, i mean i just had to call them this morning because i found out he has a baseball game that night and i was like i don't think he can do his prp he's got to play baseball that night and yeah. so and yeah. it's also you know it's, it's also something that will always be there and that is continuing to improve so a year from yeah. now if he thinks yeah. okay all right things are stable maybe i want to try to uh, boost the situation, maybe PRP, something that I might want to try. You know, it's always going to be okay. there. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, and I'm curious. I mean, he they they have him on a supplement for iron too to get those ferritin levels up, and I'm curious to see if that will help any of his hair density. I don't know. It might. I mean, he is starting to absorb it, but we'll see. It's unusual for a guy of his age to have right. uh, iron issues. It is, and I've always been. We ha- we haven't been able to figure out why that is yet. Yeah. Well. Either. Well, I mean, you know, never know. Finger, but, fingers uh, crossed. You've done everything you can yeah. to help him, and he seems like he's a pretty together kid. If he's not, mm-hmm. if he's not coming to you, ultra concerned about it. So, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Well, we, thank you so much for your guys' help. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, we appreciate the call. And thanks, thanks for calling. Here. Call, call back. Keep us updated. Okay, I will. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Bald Truth. You know, the broadcast streams live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. If you'd like to watch the show or see us in studio, call us live, ask any questions. If you have any concerns, if you just want to vent, you can check us out on Joe Tillman's YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash hair transplant mentor or you can watch and listen to us live on the ball truth.com.